Thanks for checking out the Tennessee Holler Podcast, the flagship podcast of the Tennessee Holler Podcast Network. Subscribe to and support the Holler at www.tnholler.com to help us fearlessly yell the truth about Tennessee. And be sure to subscribe to the growing family of Holler Podcasts while you're there. You can also follow the Holler on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the TN Holler. Tennessee. 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 Welcome back to the Holler. I am Holler founder Justin Canoe. We are at the TN Holler on Twitter and Facebook. TNHoller.com is the website. We have hollers all over the state. Because of your support and generosity, follow all of these hollers in the local holler. We try to yell the truth about what's going on here in Tennessee and subscribe and support over at TNHoller.com. Today we have a really special uh, interview going on, one that I found just found out is actually even more special than I realized. We're talking to Sedadrian Hall, one of the ETSU basketball players who is currently on his way away from ETSU. He has decided to transfer away from ETSU because of what's going on there and because of a lot of the controversy swirling around starting with the, the player's decision to kneel uh, for the anthem, which was controversial at ETSU. And there has since been a lot of public pressure and backlash, particularly from a lot of the Tennessee state Republicans, this Tennessee Senators sent a letter to the university saying no more kneeling during the anthem. And that put a lot of pressure on the schools. And then most recently, we've just now learned that coach Jason Shea, who had expressed support for what the players were doing, has now resigned. Uh, Resigned is an interesting word there because most people don't actually believe this was really a mutual resignation. Uh, But we're here talking with Day Day Hall who has made a decision to transfer. Day-Day, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, and you? I'm pretty good. Thank you, first of all, for joining us here. I want everybody to know that we can see your comments on Facebook and Twitter. So feel free to comment and ask questions, express your support. I'll try to get to them with Day-Day. But Day-Day, what I wanted to do with you first and foremost uh, is if you could, can you take me back to the decision by the team to kneel during the anthem and how did that come about um so i wasn't here for that that meeting when they had it i came a little like two weeks later like later on so i'm just like in the mix with everything so i had to like go with it i couldn't disagree anything with it gotcha so the decision was made and you were actually new to the team you transferred i think in january or you showed up in january and uh so you and you're a freshman and so yes, you're saying the decision was made by the team to kneel, and you guys had been kneeling before the Chattanooga game, right? The kneeling had been going on. It's just this was the first time that it was out in the open? Uh, yes. Okay. And so when the backlash first happened, it was the UT Chattanooga game. You guys kneel. This is the picture that everybody's now familiar with. And there was an uproar. Uh what was the feeling among the team when the backlash happened? How uh, how did it resonate with you guys? Were you surprised? 
Uh, so we were surprised when we found out. Uh, we lost kind of like lost courage, kind of, but Coach Shea, he kept us with it. Like, you stay with it. I'm behind y'all 100%. No matter what goes on, I'm with y'all. So, I mean, it made it better, and we just kept playing and kept trying to get better and better and prepare for the next game to be so-called uh, champions. And you did keep kneeling, or did you not keep kneeling? Uh, we, we stopped after that game because he said our voice has been heard. So, like, we just chilled, chilled out with it. Okay. And when you saw – did you see a lot of the people in power in Tennessee – especially in your area at ETSU, which it should be said, Eastern Tennessee is a predominantly white area. These are black basketball players. Uh, did did it feel like the backlash when you saw things like Senator Rusty Crow saying this kind of activity will not be tolerated? Did it feel racial? Uh, to me, it didn't feel racial, as it did probably to others on the team. But it just had me thinking, just like, our voice cannot be heard this way. So, like, where's the freedom of speech at? And, like, how can we protest peacefully without being backlash or anything? And it was right. just like, uh, got to be a bigger person in this situation. You got to find different ways to go, go about your business and how to handle yourself in this, like, type of uh, situation. Especially when you were, like, 14 hours from home and everything. And, and why were you kneeling in the first place in general? Why? What was the message trying to be sent from the team? Well, for the team, I don't know their reasoning, but I have my own reasoning because we all had our own reasoning for why we kneeled. And what so, was yours? Uh, my reasoning was the uh, public brutality, like the things that we face and we've been and things we faced for over the last 400 years. It's just everybody doesn't go through that besides us. And I think our voice should be heard because we're the ones who hurt on the inside and we go through the negativity all through our life because we're colored. And everybody doesn't notice, like, they don't notice that really. They see it, like, in their own eyes and their perspective and they can go the way they want to go about it instead of listening to how we feel. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so just to move us forward now through the timeline, um, you know, there was a backlash from Tennessee Senate Republicans. The entire Senate caucus in Tennessee sent a letter again saying that schools needed to prohibit this. Uh, there was even Senator John Lundberg, who's in your area, said it was like flipping the anthem, the bird. And I guess I would just say to you, when you hear people saying that this was disrespectful to veterans, for instance, uh, is that how you intended it? And do you understand where they're coming from when they say that? Uh, so I understand where they're coming from. Uh, I have family members in the Army who fought for us and everything, so I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything. It was just to have our voice heard. And my team wanted to kneel, so I was with them 100%, dealing with them through their decision. So people, to give some context, you know, here at the holler, we try to – shine a light on a lot of things that go on here in the state. And just to give some context for the people that sent that letter, the Tennessee Senate Republicans, they are also the people that are defending the KKK statue that's in our legislature. They also passed a bill or have a bill that they're carrying that would make it 
easier to run over protesters who are protesting, which actually did happen in your area in Johnson City. So that's not hypothetical. There's a bill to penalize protesters who camp on property because of the 63 day protest that happened at the Capitol. And then there's all kinds of other things like, you know, legislators calling saying making fried chicken jokes to black legislators so there's sort of an overall vibe in tennessee and i think this needs to be taken in context especially when this pressure comes directly from tennessee senate legislators such as senator mike bell who has a bill currently that guarantees free speech on campus must not impede a student's ability to express political viewpoints which it seems like maybe doesn't extend to black players so that brings me back to you day day when you when did you first hear that coach was quote unquote resigning so we heard about coach Shea resigning yesterday evening at 3 30. so he walks in it's quiet because like it's something important first word he said was i'm resigning so we're like resigning like what, what you're leaving for and it was like, I think it's best for me and my family. Like, Coach Shea has been battling adversity all year long, and people don't understand that he's doing it for the right reason. He's not doing it for himself because he doesn't have the problems that we have. He wants us as his players, as his family members, to have the privilege to do the things that he can do. And once he told us that, the locker room was like dead solid because – we knew it was like coming to an end, which we didn't want that to happen because Coach Shea is a great coach. He's a great guy. He shows integrity and got good characters. Like so, with all that being said, it's just like, what did he deserve for that? Like all he did was do the right thing. Like Coach Shea has been there for six years, I want to say, and he won. He he's won them four championships, four of the six times. So I mean. This, this man's there doing the right thing, and he stands up one time, and he gets fired. But I can see if, if it was a black head coach who done that, could get fired. But not Coach not a white privileged person get fired for something, something for the blacks in the community. So with that being said, and I seen how he got fired over that, that told me it was time for me to leave because it's nothing right going on here with all this everything in Tennessee. How sure are you that Coach Shea resigning, quote unquote, is connected to his support for the kneeling players? See, part, part of that, I feel like he's, he stood up for us. So that's a reason, but I don't think that's the full reason why he's resigning. You think there are other things involved? I, I really do, but I don't know exactly what they are. But I think that he was forced out to resign. He wouldn't resign just to resign because he loves the coaching job. And he loves basketball way too much to resign just because. I guess let me put it to you a different way. If he hadn't supported the players when they were kneeling, would he still be coaching at ETSU? I'll, I'll say he would be. I'll say he'll still be there no matter what. I think he'll still be there. Okay. Uh, All right. So now I want to ask you something. A lot of people in the backlash to Coach Shea being forced out are essentially saying, and some people have been saying this for a long time, that athletes 
should think twice about coming to Tennessee because of things like this, because of Coach Shea being forced out, the Grand Wizard bust in our capital. Uh, activist Justin Zones puts it like this. He said, the same Tennessee politicians who just forced the ETSU coach to resign because he supported players kneeling for racial justice, protect a monument and make it want to make it lawful to run over protesters. He says, black athletes don't play in Tennessee. Now, I'm talking to a black athlete who is currently in the car, leaving Tennessee, transferring away from ETSU. You're heading back to Texas, I believe. Uh, yes. What, what do you say to people who say athletes, especially black ones, should think twice about playing in Tennessee in this environment? Uh, that's kind of funny to me because it's bigger than basketball, but that young man should have privilege like everybody else to play where they want to and be free. So if we want to play in Tennessee, we should be able, we should be able to play in Tennessee and have no problems in playing there. But I just want to say, it's probably just the way some people were born and raised. That's how it happens. So I really can't say too much about it. It's just, it's a mistake. You, you learn, you live by it. I mean, all I can do is learn and I can live. So, so I, you think... You think going to ETSU was a mistake in hindsight? So, in my eyes, the reason I came there is because of the family culture, the winning. So then, that's why I came. But, in the, like in the long run, I feel like it was a mistake. But again, I feel like it's a lesson that it's a learning lesson that I learned. Because Coach Shea showed me things that some coaches won't, won't do. He stood up for his players, and some coaches won't stand up for their players. So that so basically, like I really learned from the situation. Well, that's a really healthy, mature attitude to have. Uh, <clears throat> when did you enter the transfer portal? When did you decide to do this? Uh, so it's kind of a kind of crazy story. Uh, I, I was talking to Coach Shea earlier that day, and I was like, I'm thinking about transferring. He was like, I got beat at 3:30. So my gut tells me he's going to leave. I didn't want to say anything. So I'm like, it's, it's like perfect timing. So I just got in the transfer portal the day he resigned. So you you had a hunch this was coming? Yes, I had one before it even happened. I knew something. It, it, it is like things kept telling me something's going to happen. And my mom was like, just enter the portal. You're, you're, like, you'll be fine. So I just entered the portal. How many players are transferring? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but I know... Probably half the team, maybe more than half the team is transferring. Wow. Wow. Half the team or more than half the team is transferring. That's pretty incredible. Um, I, I appreciate you doing this. I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I, I really do wish you luck in whatever comes next. Anybody has any questions, they should definitely type them in as we wind down with Day Day here. Day uh, Day, I want to give you a chance here, if you want to, to address the people who have made this the controversy that it is, you know, if you were to be able to look, let's say a rusty crow or a John Lundberg in the face one-on-one, -on -one, which personally, I think as senators in an area where you play basketball, they should have had the courtesy to come talk to you guys face to face, which they did not do. Uh, what would you say to those senators that, did not come and talk to you, but instead threw grenades from 
Capitol Hill. So where I'm from, I'm born and raised different. I, I don't argue. So all I'll tell them was, may God bless you and continue about yourself and continue about myself. And I just like keep going about the way because it's not the godly thing to do. So I won't sit there and criticize you while you criticize me and turn me down. All I'm going to do is uplift you and uplift everybody else to make the world a better place because that's what God wants. That's where I come from, a God family. So I'm not going to tell you, may God bless you and keep going. Did you think by kneeling you were making the world a better place? I was trying to make the world a better place, but I feel like with, with my voice and my teammates' voice and my coach's voice being heard, we made the place, we made the world a little bit, a little bit better than what it was the day before. Data, I think that's really true. And one of the things that I've noticed, you know, with your protest and with the 63-day protests at the Capitol, is that one of the ways that your protest is most effective is it actually exposes the retractors when they come out against these things and the actions that they take against these things. So I think by showing the true colors of the people who are so against the peaceful protests that you were undertaking, you really did Tennessee a service and you really did the country a service. And so I thank you and I wish you true luck in your career and not just basketball and also in your life. And, uh, you know, I, I really do appreciate you coming on here and talking to us and, and please pass the word to your teammates that Tennessee really does appreciate them. And, and I, I hope you stay safe and protected. And just, I want to, just as a last thing, why are you leaving right now? Right. This second, you, you mentioned this to me before we came on the air. What, what made you get in the car? I'm really upset because Coach Tate lost his job for protecting the black community. And like, and that made me feel that, like a certain type of way because Coach Tate talked to us earlier in the year after the news came out about us kneeling. And he was like, I don't have the problems you have. When the cop pull you over, you got to put your hands out the window and pull them up. I just sit in the car. So when he told me those things and got real emotional. That told me that he was a, he was a true. He was true who he was. And how you should live your life. So once he's like, I'm saying he's leaving, and I say I'm not staying here no longer because the way Tennessee is, you fire this man for doing something right for the black community over some money. Cause I think it's what money is the most cruel like thing in the world. That money takes over people. So he got fired with some money basically, and that told me that East Tennessee is not the school for me. So that's why I got, I told my mom, I'm transferring, got in the car, I packed up. She questioned me, but all I can say is, she questioned me, but I tell her, it's best for me to leave because I know my worth, I know my value, and I know how powerful my voice is. So that's why I got in the car and left because Coach Shade did what he had to do for me. And East Tennessee couldn't see what he was doing was the right thing. And that showed me how the character of the, the uh, board, the athletic director, Everybody in like up there is, and they told me it's time for me to leave because it's not for me. Well, I think that's truly powerful. When you, when you say you think it was about money, is that you mean about like boosters and donors and that kind of thing? I think because earlier in the year, I caught some hints from the dealership on what they did, which was not cool at all. So I knew some things that they did that wasn't cool.
Can you elaborate on that? You're talking about the Johnson City Honda dealership? Yes, it, yes. It's not cool. What, uh, what did they do? Uh, so we got coaches up there with cars from Honda. We nailed day after day. They tell them to bring their cars back in. So now they're back in their, their other cars. So well, Hold on. Like- Sorry. That's important. So you're saying that after Coach Shea supported the players, Johnson City Honda told the coaches who had Honda cars to turn their cars in. Yes. And they was done donating money. Like people were like taking money from the school. So no wonder why Coach Shea was frustrated because he's getting backlash constantly. He's like, he's getting backlash constantly and constantly. And we're getting backlash with him, but he's getting majority of it because he's the, the coach. And that's not right. No, it's not right. It's not right at all. Uh, Day Day, any final thoughts for anybody as I let you go here? Uh, all I want to say is I hope Coach Shea gets the opportunity to be the head coach again anywhere he goes. I wish him luck, his family luck. Thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate you. Stay in touch, Day Day. Okay, travel yes. safe. Yes, Thank you. So that was Day Day Hall. He's in the car heading away from ETSU because he felt uncomfortable with the way it was going there. And, I mean, let's just think about a couple of the things that we heard him say there. First of all, he seemed to confirm a rumor that has been floating around social media, which is that Johnson City Honda had a big hand in pressuring this to happen with Coach Shea. Uh, Definitely seemed to make the connection between Coach Shea's support for the kneeling players and the separation seems to have nothing but good things to say about Coach Shea as a person. Almost anybody that's been following ETSU this year knows that their performance on the court is not why this happened. So this was pretty clearly linked to his support for the players. And again, we should never forget that this comes in the context of a KKK Grand Wizard bus in our capital, comes in the context of Fried chicken jokes in our capital, multiple. It comes in the context of penalizing protesters. So Day Day didn't say this, but what I will say is that athletes, you need to think twice before coming to Tennessee. But until something changes here in Tennessee, the message should be loud and clear that athletes and their voices are not welcome here, that they're required to check their voices at the door when they come in the state. Everybody needs to lift up the message that athletes need to think twice before coming to Tennessee. Thank you all for joining us. I really do appreciate it. And uh, a special thank you to Coach Shea for supporting the players and doing the right thing. Tennessee Republicans, shame on you for creating this pressure. Shame on anybody who pressured Coach Shea to leave. And uh, thank you to the players and the coach for shining a light in the darkness. The more we do that, the better off this country and this state are going to be. So follow the holler. Stick with us. We'll be keep following this uh, story as it develops. Definitely isn't over. And thank you to everybody doing all the great work out there to, to lift up all these voices. Take care. Tennessee. Woo! Yeah. Tennessee. It's a tennis.